0: Do you ever wish that the communication in your relationship were a little bit better? Well, there are lots of ways to improve your communication skills. However, not all of those ways are actually going to help you in your relationship. That's because many of the conventional ways that we're taught to improve our communication could actually create more disconnect with our partner When what we're trying to do is build connection and build intimacy, even when we're talking about challenging things. So I put together a free guide for you. It's called my top three relationship communication secrets. And these are three things that are easy to put into practice, but will have an enormous impact on your ability to stay connected with your partner while you talk about anything, the sweet things or the challenging things. To get the guide, all you have to do is visit neilsatin.com relate, and that's R-E-L-A-T-E, or you can text the word relate to the number 33444 and follow the instructions, and I will send you a link where you can download the free guide. It's three simple things that will have an enormous impact on the communication in your relationship. All right. On with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Relationship Alive. This is your host, Neil Satin. I'm going to take a moment here to just cue the birds. I wanted you to have a taste of what it's been like for me each morning for the past five days as I've woken up in the hills of western Massachusetts. I'm actually home right now, but I've been on retreat, and it's an opportunity that I hope you get every so often to step away from your world, and, but to step away with intention. Sure, there can be aspects of it that are rejuvenating and restorative. I mean, what else is retreat for? but also with the intention of getting some clarity on what's going well in your life and what isn't and what needs attention and what's going great and, um, and also to think about where you're headed and does it make sense? Does it need a shift, a big shift or a little one? The past few days have been a great opportunity for me to reflect on all of that because there's been so much going on Here on the podcast, we've had some amazing episodes about how to commit and how to overcome deep-seated beliefs and hopefully get a running positive mantra going for you in your life that um, is rooted in core beliefs that are positive and help set the tone for your days Um, Because what I want for you is to wake up in the morning and to feel like there's so much promise and possibility. That's what I hope this show brings to you as well. And I'm very conscious of the fact that we are very close to episode 100 of the Relationship Alive podcast. It's going to be a special episode, a little bit different, not too different, but a little different. Um, with a couple special guests, so I'm looking forward to bringing that to you in a few weeks. This is episode 97, so we have a little bit of time to go, but there's lots of exciting stuff in store. Next week, I'm going to have a return from one of my most favorite guests, Chloe, who hasn't been on the show in a while. But with our wedding coming and we just had such a fantastic time together on retreat, she was there with me along with uh, a bunch of some of our dearest friends. Um, Yeah, I thought it would be a great opportunity for her to come and for us to share some with you together. So that's happening next week on July 4th. And uh, then we have another visit um, from a guest. This time it will be David Burns. Um, He's coming up in episode 99, and then episode 100 will be a surprise. Uh, David Burns is the author of the book Feeling Good and Feeling Good Together, and he is one of the biggest popularizers of cognitive behavioral therapy, uh, dealing with how to overcome depression, how to overcome anxiety, and we're focusing on his work and how it applies in relationship, of course, in a couple weeks. It's going to be an awesome conversation, so I'm very excited for that. And uh, yeah, there's so much in store. On top of that, um, there's a lot going on for me personally as well. I'm getting married in about a month. Actually, it's a month from today. So uh, as you can imagine, there's a lot up with that in terms of just preparations and also getting ready for what that's going to mean. And with that, I wanted to bring to you a simple practice, another one, that you're going to need a friend for. So if you're in relationship, this is great to do with your partner and then with additional, an additional friend or two or three or four. And if you're single or don't wanna do this with your partner, then that's perfectly fine. But you are going to need a friend or two or three in order to try this out. Now, one of the most important things in your relationship is what you are surrounded by. And this could be your physical environment. It can also be your community. And in particular, how you how your community either does or doesn't support you in your journey and in your relationship. And this is the kind of thing that often just kind of happens by chance. Uh, hopefully you find yourself to a group of friends and community that Really value who you are and what you stand for. And um, if you haven't found those people yet, definitely keep looking because they are certainly out there. And once you find them, there's an additional step that you can take that helps reinforce your connection, not only in terms of how you appreciate your friends and how they appreciate you but also in terms of how they can support you in your journey and in your growth. And that's what today's little practice is about. So I'll describe to you how it works, and then it's up to you to give it a try. And I'm not going to take too long to describe it because it's pretty straightforward. So what you need to do is plan a time, I would say, about you know, 15 minutes to 30 minutes maybe. It doesn't have to be that long. And let's say you're doing this with your partner. I'll describe that first, and then if you're going to do it by yourself, I'll explain how you would change it um, if you're going to do it by yourself. So you want to invite your friends over and create a little space that feels sacred for you. So if your house is a mess, No judgment there. Mine occasionally is. Um, But see if you can clean a room, clear a space, so that you have something that feels clear and sacred. Maybe even um, when people arrive, light a candle or something like that, just to set the tone that this is something special that's about to happen. And you can tell your friends ahead of time what this is going to be so that they have a chance to think about it. And what it's going to be is they are going to have the opportunity to witness you and your partner together and to hold you in your togetherness and to offer you blessings if they have them. And it's also a chance for you to ask for support from your friends. So... That's the the big picture of what's going to happen. So if you have enough people there, um, then what you want to do is have them circle around you. Or if there are only one or two friends there, that's fine. Just have them be on either side of you. And first, take a moment to simply sit there with your partner and make eye contact and be in presence with each other. You don't have to do or say anything other than to be there with each other. And see if you can, with your eyes, see into your partner, with your heart, feel into your partner, and they're going to be doing the same. You might synchronize your breathing with your partner and see if you can both slow down your breathing a little bit just to bring a little bit more awareness into the moment. If your friends sing at all, you might even suggest a simple song that they could sing to you, something sweet, um, which is really amazing if you can pull that off. It's so nice to be sung to. But if not, they can just be there in witness for a minute or two as you and your partner make eye contact with each other and sit in each other's presence. Then the next thing that you might do is offer something to your partner, to each other. So it could be just a simple statement of how you're feeling in that moment or what you're choosing with your partner or maybe even something that you're releasing, something that you're letting go. Um, If you're going to do both of those things, it can be helpful to start with something that you're letting go of. And this could be something small, like I'm letting go of how uh, angry I got about how messy this room was before we (laughs) cleaned it. Or it could be something big, like I'm letting go of all of the ways that we've hurt each other in the past and allowing this to be a new day. And following on that you might even choose like i'm choosing that this is a new moment for us and and i'm making this choice consciously uh, with you i'm choosing to love you i'm choosing to appreciate you to feel compassion whatever feels right in the moment it's best if it's not scripted i mean you can think a little bit ahead of time but What's really amazing, and this is something that we spoke about a few episodes ago with uh, David and Leela Sophia Trasimer about conscious weddings, but it's great to have sacred moments that are unscripted where you're just there in the moment and able to say and do whatever comes up for you. So create space for that here. And so you might have a turn and then your partner might have a turn Again, it doesn't have to be huge. And then this is a time when you can invite, um, make requests of the people who are there in witness of you. So you might request that they help hold you to a certain standard of integrity and authenticity Or you might request that they remind you of what's good about you when things get hard. Or you might request that they hold and support your relationship no matter how hard things get because you have an intention of staying together and you want them to support that and help you find your way through. There are any number of things you could request, obviously, and again, this is one of those things that you might think about a little bit ahead of time, but it can be really sweet to see what emerges in the moment, because that's going to be based on whoever happens to be there and how you're feeling right then and there with your partner. And so make some requests, and after each request, create some space, just for your friends who are there to acknowledge that they've heard your requests. And you don't have to go on and on. You can just do a few and your partner can do a few. And then um, you can also create an opportunity that if anyone there has a particular blessing for you and or for your relationship or for what they see what they see as really special in your connection with your partner this would be a great time for them to offer that blessing or offer that reflection as a way of amplifying what's great about you and your partner and whether that's how amazing things are or how you've survived really hard times all of that is fair game and possible and I think you wanna frame it, though, in terms of a blessing so that your friends don't go too far down the road into stories about you. It's more like, what do you see in us that you can amplify? What's, could you mention something good that you see about us or a way that you would like to support us or what you hope for us? Again, hope um, being stated in a positive intention, not like, I hope you fight less. But more like, my blessing for you is um, that you're, that you find connection every day. And you know, if one of your friends messes up a little bit and says something negative, then that's cool. You know, the two of you can internally know, okay, what they're really wishing for us is this. And you can think about what the request hidden in their complaint would be. So once that's happened, you can rest in silence for a few moments. Uh, Maybe there's a song that you could have chosen ahead of time to sing um, at the end as a way of closing things. Maybe there's something that's special for you and your partner. Or maybe your friends know something. It might be good to think about it ahead of time, unless you have, uh, unless you customarily get together and just sing spontaneously, in which case, do that. You could see what just arises in the moment. And that's it. Then you might hug your partner for a minute or two, a nice long hug. And then you might spend a moment with each of your friends just in gratitude for them having witnessed you in connection with your partner and for whatever blessings they've had to share with you. I know in some ways it sounds a lot like what a wedding might be and this isn't about making vows necessarily. It's just about what are you what are you seeing? What are you choosing? What are you committing to in this moment? And how can you enlist the support of the people near and dear to you to witness you in that and in the way that that holds you accountable, but also to enlist their support so that they recognize that they also have a role in supporting you in love and in your relationship. So that is essentially the practice. And if you're doing this on your own, the only thing that really changes if you're alone and not with your partner or if you're single is, um, you know, everything else is the same, clean room, light a candle, gather your friends, be in the middle. Um, But instead of staring into your partner's eyes, you might just sit there in silence for a moment. You might take a moment to reflect on still the things that you are leaving behind for yourself and the things that are you're choosing for yourself and you might also state what you hope for in love and in connection especially if you're looking for a partnership and then again you can open the floor for to make requests of the people who are there and to receive blessings from them so the the ritual is very similar if you're by yourself um, it just doesn't have that extra component of having your partner there with you. Still, though, incredibly powerful to be seen and held in that way. And part of the reason that I'm offering this to you is that this was part of the experience that Chloe and I had during our retreat. And it was so special and sacred and I thought, wow, I really want to share this with you so that you have the opportunity to perhaps create a similar kind of experience in your own way, in your own life. Thank you so much for joining me here this week. I'm excited to talk to you next week and the week after that and the week after that. We are going strong. And if you want to continue and ensure that the podcast continues, if we... If what we're doing here is helpful for you in any way, please consider supporting the show. You can do that by visiting neilsatin.com slash support or texting the word support to the number 33444 and following the instructions. And you can choose something that feels right for you. Um, A cup of coffee or a dinner or, you know, donate $100. Whatever feels right to you. Um, I'm so appreciative of how you as a community are coming together to help ensure that I can keep doing this, um, which I so love to do, to share with you um, what I've learned about how to do relationships well and how to grow and how to repair when things suck, because sometimes that happens too for everyone, trust me. So uh, apart from that, thank you so much for spending this time with me today. It's always a pleasure to be here with you. And I look forward to seeing you next week when I will be joined here by my fiancé, my wife in 30 days or so. Well, it's a month. I guess it's, yeah, 30 days. Wow. Amazing. I can't even tell you how excited I am. Uh, But there's a lot to do, so I guess I better get to it. All right, take care, and I will see you next week. Oh, and one last thing. Whether you're uh, just going to continue your drive or before you listen to your next podcast or whatever it is you're doing, I'm going to take us out with, hopefully you'll be able to hear it, the sound of the crickets that I also recorded on retreat. This is what I would hear at night as I was going to sleep. It's somewhat quiet, so I hope you can hear it. Um, All right, take care.